0: Mike's Daily Podcast Welcome to FF episode 2265 It's Mike Mike's Daily Podcast Tomorrow is the 4th of July And here we are at cafe anyway I'm singing this song really well Because you know I can I can't sing very well So I just kind of do my best, and if you don't like it, then I have the rest of this podcast to convince you that I can't sing. But that's okay. Mike's Daily Podcast. That song sounded like I had a stroke. Hey, strokes aren't anything to joke about. Strokes, you can't joke. Mike's about strokes. Daily. That's my song. Podcast. At Cafe Anyway, somewhere in... Yeah! Podcast drove Ten, the last place on Earth. Yes. Strokes. Unfortunately, it's a prevalent thing. It's not going away. It will affect us all in some way. Strokes. The Center for Disease Control and Prevention has identified stroke as the fifth leading cause of death in the U.S. and the leading cause of long term disability. I know someone who's not much older than me that had a stroke a couple months ago, and it is a fight to get back to any kind of normalcy. I mean, he's going through physical therapy every day. He's you know, bouts of depression because you're like, "Oh, why would this happen to me?" and you you know, you question a bunch of stuff and you have to rethink the way you do everything. But More than 795,000 people in the U.S. have a stroke and of those 140,000 die. By the way, this guy that had a stroke, he's at Disneyland right now. He's going to Disneyland and enjoying the time with his family and life is looking up for him, so. And then there's this podcast picture. And here's today's podcast picture. It's not of Disneyland. No, but it's of a place that's better than Disneyland. And that would be the wonderful place called Pescadero. It is Pescadero State Beach near the town of Pescadero on the Pacific Ocean south of Half Moon Bay. I was there with my lovely lady friend a few weeks back, about a month ago. The less than a month ago So see that picture At MikeSaleyPodcast.com It was a beautiful shot Just took it with my phone Beautiful Beautiful You can't take a bad picture At that place It's amazing That's right And Basil We could actually call this Basil's Cove So There you go Picture of Basil's Cove it's The late great Basil the boxer So Strokes occur When a blood vessel That supplies blood To the brain Is blocked by a blood clot or when a weakened blood vessel in the brain bursts. Now the CDC reports that close to 80% of those having a first stroke have high blood pressure. Other risk factors for stroke include high cholesterol, smoking, obesity, and diabetes. Stroke uh, symptoms can include sudden numbness or weakness of face, arm, or leg, especially on one side, confusion, Or trouble speaking or understanding speech Trouble seeing in one or both eyes Difficulty walking Dizziness Loss of balance or coordination Or severe headache with no known cause Time is of the essence when someone shows symptoms of a stroke The American Stroke Association says you can recognize the warning signs of stroke by keeping FAST in mind F-A-S-T Face drooping is the F Does one side of the face droop Or is it numb Ask the person to smile Is the person's smile uneven or lopsided There's arm weakness Is one arm weak or numb Ask the person to raise both arms Does one arm drift downward Speech Is speech slurred Is the person unable to speak or hard to understand Ask the person to repeat a simple sentence And then T is time to call 911. If the person shows any of these symptoms, even if the symptoms go away, call 911, get them to the hospital immediately. The faster the response, the better the outcome. Remember, time is brain. Because for every minute of delay, brain cells are lost. Once a stroke occurs, certain medications such as antithrombotics, that's antiplatelet agents, and anticoagulants can treat the stroke Drugs that help break up or dissolve blood clots Thrombolytics Thrombolytics thromboli, I think is what that is Are also useful Rehabilitation after stroke Can help treat the disabilities Caused by the stroke Strokes are serious health problems And can be debilitating But there, there's a lot you can do To reduce, reduce your risk Understanding what you can do and knowing what symptoms to look for Are the first steps towards prevention and recovery You can reduce the risk of stroke treating high blood pressure High cholesterol and heart disease can reduce stroke up to 80% You can also visit the American Heart Association for more info And the American Stroke Association Stroke.org Take advantage of free blood pressure screenings At hospitals, pharmacies And senior centers So here's something that won't help a stroke And that is hot dogs And unfortunately tomorrow, 4th of July Has become synonymous with hot dogs I don't know why Oh, because of that Annual hot dog eating contest At Coney Island So 70 hot dogs Which is what they're going to probably eat. That means consuming one th- no, no 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 not even that 19,600 calories. Wow. You uh yeah. now what I've heard is 2000 is basically your the highest you should go each day. And 19,000 um, by the way, a lot of people are on the road Perhaps you're listening to this on the road If you are, thank you for listening Be careful driving And also check out my show tomorrow on the radio I am on from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. Pacific time On a radio station And There's a link to it at mikesdailypodcast.com I'll be playing a bunch of great summer hit songs Summertime hits For your Barbecue Or whatever you're doing tomorrow I'm going to be hanging out with Robert Who once did a segment on my show Called Welsh on the World We'll be hanging out at a barbecue With my lovely lady friend It'll be a lot of fun By the way Speaking of hot dogs 57% of Americans prefer their hot dogs grilled 12% prefer to cook their hot dogs in a microwave that leaves us, what, another 20% That didn't answer the question Or don't like hot to I don't understand This Hmm Alright, as we go outside a cafe anyway We're bringing Mike's Daily Podcast Somewhere in Podcaster Valley Now perhaps Podcaster Valley 10 Perhaps you're going to be hanging out with some folks Perhaps you won't know what to do Because you'll be just standing around And what I typically get Because people know I'm in radio They'll say something like, oh, you're in radio, huh? What station? And then I tell them and then they forget. And then I have to tell them the next time I see them and then they forget. And on and on and on it goes. I had one guy say to me, yeah, you work in radio? What kind of music should I listen to? How do you answer that question? I am not a record promoter. I work in radio. You should listen to whatever music makes you happy I can maybe tell you about some bands you don't know Or musicians But let's see So you're with a bunch of people And you don't know what to do What, what, what could we do? What kind of activities? Because now we're starting to get together Hopefully And I'm, I'm just going to say this Because I'm a common sense kind of guy You should be vaccinated If you're going to be with a bunch of people That are also vaccinated Otherwise mask up But And I just heard a guy Criticizing people wearing masks He also Is an anti-vaxxer I'm sorry dude You cannot just imagine And wish this whole thing away It happened It's a pandemic It's around the world A good friend of mine Has a, A buddy That's Dying of the of the Still dying It might be dying Of the coronavirus Of the variant This person is in uh, Ecuador His buddy I mean it's a thing And everybody I know another guy Whose mom died of it Everyone has had Been touched by it And it's, it's It blows my mind The people that want to Stick their heads in the ground Ridiculous Anyway Cafe anyway had to just blurt that out But let's say you're with some friends And you're practicing safe distancing or, or just smart You know, everyone's vaccinated We can get together, that kind of thing But there's one Here's one idea You play a game called Best Worst It's a simple icebreaker Eat, Ask each person to share their best and worst moments From the previous week The entire icebreaker should not take longer than 10 to 15 minutes depending on how large your group is. There's also another one called Most Unique. Go around the room and have each person share something that makes him or her unique or unusual. I have never left the state I was born in. No, that's not true, I have, but maybe someone will say that. I'm one of 10 kids. That's not true either, but maybe that I'm an only child, that is true. So that can be interesting And break uh, the ice And people will talk Have each person Make three statements About him Or herself Or their self Or whatever Two are true statements And one is not true Uh, The group tries to guess Which statement is the lie Ah, Liars Club The icebreaker Uh Can actually be time consuming So it's better with 10 people or fewer You can also break up into smaller groups Get to know you That's another thing you can do Most people will not know each other well In a group that's just forming In a group of people That maybe a lot of people haven't met Get to know you Uh, Helps create friendships, community Simply ask one of the questions Like these What do you do for fun? What would be your ideal vacation? What is the most memorable activity you did with your family as a child? What quality do you appreciate most in a friend? What is one characteristic you received from your parents you want to keep and one you wish you could change? What is a good thing happening in your life right now? If you knew you could fail, you could not fail. If you knew you could not fail and money were no object, what would you like to do in the next five years? What would you like said about you at your funeral? Wow. Here's another one. Uh, Ask the members of your group to imagine the following scenario. Your house is on fire. Everyone is safe. You have 30 seconds to run through the house and collect three or four articles you want to save. What would you grab and why? Growing up in California, living in California, that is a real question that most of us have dealt with When I lived in Ventura, I had to deal with that There was a fire, actually a fire ended up burning down the place I lived in Thankfully, I wasn't living there at the time, unfortunately for whoever moved in after I moved out But yeah, in downtown Ventura, that horrible fire that happened about six years ago Make-believe, ask the members of your group one of these questions If you could go anywhere in the world right now Where would you go and why? If you could talk to anyone in the world Alive or dead Who would it be and why? And wish one What would be one thing You could wish for And have it come true this year? What would it be? There's the deserted island one You've been exiled to a deserted island for a year You're told you may take three things you want Apart from the essentials What would you take and why? Then there's a You could ask someone about Heroes I guess that goes back to If there was someone you could meet Who would it be? But who would be a hero in history Alive or dead you'd like to meet? Here's one The Eminem Challenge I'm Eminem but you can pass a bag of M&Ms around and tell everyone to take a few, but not eat them Ask each person to share something for every M&M For example, for every red M&M, share a TV show you like For every blue M&M, share a place you would love to travel And for every yellow M&M, share something you appreciate about a friend Let people eat the M&Ms as they share There you go There's also a scavenger hunts are fun Let's see, here's one Have group members take five minutes to find the following items in their wallets Or purses Something that you've had a long time Something that you're proud of Something that reveals a lot about you Something that reminds you of a fun time And something that concerns or worries you Bring a a newspaper or magazine and have the group members tear out pictures, articles, or anything they think communicates something about themselves. And uh, there's a Starburst exchange? No. That's kind of like, I guess, the M&M exchange. There you go. Alright. That will break the ice at the fireworks, 4th of July, whatever you go to thing. Yesterday as Oh, by the way, that all from CRU.org Crew.org CRU Now, I would like to tell you Yesterday, was it yesterday? Yes Bunch of illegal fireworks are going off in my neighborhood I am not lighting them And you should not light them either, especially if you're in California. I guess elsewhere, I'm not gonna say you shouldn't or should, but in California, you should not because it is a tinderbox right now. But there was somebody in my neighborhood setting off fireworks, and then I heard someone on a bullhorn yell out, And there was a bunch of expletives Which is This is a clean podcast So I will not use them But something to the effect of Stop doing that I'm going to call the police Stop doing that with the bleep fireworks Then suddenly more fireworks go off And this person said Okay I am calling the bleeping police On the bullhorn they said that That's what it's come to Is people screaming expletives on bullhorns in my neighborhood because of the stupid fireworks. (sighs) And meanwhile, there are four huge fires going on in the northern part of California. All right, here's something. Um, I'm going to pull this out of the good lessons, learning good lessons from bad leaders. And I have, I think I've pretty much read everything out of this book, but Over the last several decades, and this is by E. Arthur Self, PhD Diversity-related matters have been justifiably mainstreamed into the workplace And the benefits of wide demographic input are realized Most of the progress regarding diversity has to do with race, ethnicity, gender, and age But true diversity must be defined much more broadly to encompass diversity of input Most definitions tend to promote a protected class of employers who have previously not been given appropriate access to employment and or promotions. However, this model, because it is primarily front-loaded or input-focused rather than balanced, tends to fall short in achieving unity of output. Without diversity of input, unity of output can't be realized, particularly in highly competitive environments. Without unity of input, organizations don't survive. There you go. Oh, when I told that story about the bullhorn, a guy I know, I told the story to him. He goes, you know, that sounds like such a COVID thing. Like we've been, you know, staying at home. And so now we need bullhorns to talk to each other. If we didn't have the internet or our cell phones to talk to each other, we would have to use bullhorns. I guess it was funnier when he said it to me, but here we are, at Cafe Anyway outside, the last place on Earth, Podcaster Valley. Ten. Look who's here. Hello, Michael Masters, Madam, the big ones. This has been a wonderful podcast. Oh, yes, and I'm going to be on the radio tomorrow. Yes. And You're going to listen, right? Yes. And we're going to play a bunch of songs that you like, and you're going to dance. No. Oh. Look who else is here. Hello there, Mike. This is Valentino the Bad King of Ding Ding. And it's is Bison Bentley. Do you know that? Mike, it looks like you're having a great Saturday day. Yeah, Saturday. Do you know that? Last year, 4th of July was on a Saturday and I was driving to work and there was a, I was driving my Saturn View and my Saturn view had not passed smog. And I was told by my mechanic that he would reset it and that I would I was supposed to drive it for a, a lot of miles, and that would reset it as I drove, and that way the then the little chips inside the dash thingy would start to work and I would then be able to pass smog. Well, I took that uh, advice, that suggestion, and went for it. And I did not go back to my mechanic for many, many months. (laughs) I just kept driving. I'm like, I'll go back to my mechanic one of these days. But he told me to drive around. So I'm going to drive around. And it was on the Saturday last year. That was the 4th of July this year, of course, on a Sunday. But last year was on a Saturday. I'm driving to work. Poor Basil was not going to be with us much longer And I, I bring that up because, well, I'll, I'll tell you at the end of the story But I'm driving to work And suddenly I look in my rearview mirror and there are flashing red lights And I gotta pull over Actually, I, I got off the freeway There was a, luckily there was an exit there So we didn't have to sit on the freeway And try and have a conversation with all the cars Zooming by on the freeways of California Do you know how difficult that is? So I'm, I'm off the freeway I'm parked there The CHP guy And you never know what you're going to get, right? With an officer Could be a nice guy Could be a mean guy Could be a bitter guy Could be a woman Could be a nice woman, etc I look, it's a young guy And I'm like, oh, oh he could be uh, We'll see how this goes And he goes, excuse me, sir, do you know that your tags are out of date? And I said, yes, it's because I haven't passed smog because my mechanic told me that he could fix it. And he told me to drive for a while to reset the chips and the microchip thingy. And so I could pass it if I drove around. Okay, well, yeah, but your your tags are out of date. So... I mean, I could impound your car now, and in my head, I'm screaming, no, 4th of July, no car, what, but, and, oh, by the way, I had all these papers, I had a, I had a folder full of papers from my mechanic telling me, okay, you need to do this. You need to do that. You know, the fact that what, what it was. What he had narrowed it down to, and he was about to fix the car, but it was very complicated with the Saturn view. So I showed all this to the, to the CHP officer and he was understanding and he said, okay, sir, well, I'm going to need you to get this car off the road. I'll let you go, but with a ticket, but you'll need to get this car off the road and fixed. And then you bring this, you bring this ticket with the, the, you know, the fact that it's fixed and then you pass smog and this will all be done. And I said, okay. So after that, I got to work and I did, I think I might've done a podcast that day and talked about this very topic. And then as soon as I could, I think within a couple of days, I went back to the mechanic and that was when he hooked it up, and I'd done all the driving around that he told me to. And I thought to myself, "This is it. If this doesn't work, I'm done with this car." So he hooked it up. He did the little plug-in thing under the dash, under the uh, the steering wheel, and he looked at the thing, and he's like, "Oh, this is bad. This isn't. This isn't working. None of these are responding. It's still not responding. Now." Uh, What's the next step? Well, I'd have to tear it all apart And go into this and go into that Replace this, replace that You're looking at (laughs) And I'm like, no That's it So then and there I began looking for a new car Which uh, I'm only about used cars But a new used car Which by the way After he had done that thing where he connected to the chips and whatnot Then my windows stopped rolling up and down So this was a hot, hot weekend You know, July Now here in the Bay Area This year it has been merciful Despite the fact Like all the heat decided to go up north To the Pacific Northwest I know somebody that lives up there Was talking way over 100 degrees uh, The past couple of weeks It's cooled down a little bit But just horrible up there So we had a, a little break this year It ain't gonna be the same next year I can guarantee you But this year Dude We're enjoying the coolness In the Bay Area But uh, So Then I I I was like Okay I guess that's it So I I Had to look for a car I believe it was the following weekend That I found After You know An intensive Looking all over the internet Remember a year ago Like you really couldn't Look For cars In person You had to do it all online Which is probably Now going to Carry on Looking online for cars But I uh, found a car In Oakland And my lovely lady friend and I went there And got it after, After this had happened I think it was about a week later And then a week after that Basil passed away And I actually Drove my Saturn view Even though I really wasn't supposed to to take him to where, you know, we had to do the cremation. And that was the final ride basically of the Saturn view was with Basil. And he never got to ride in the, the new car, the new used car, but in the Saturn view, he did. So the Saturn view, so it sat in my driveway from July to January of this year, where I finally junked it. And that was a whole interesting day because the car had been sitting there so long, plants that was sitting next to a planter and like the plants had grown into the car and it was almost impossible to get, oh, it wouldn't start. That's right. So we had to push it um, across the street because the the, the street I'm on is kind of narrow and this huge a flatbed truck was coming to pick up the the Saturn View to take it to the junkyard and junk it. And so I, I had to push it and I'm kind of on a busy street so my lovely lady friend helped me time it and there I pushed it down and got it over and oh, that was an interesting moment. So then we said goodbye to the Saturn View and it's gone. And that ticket was able to, after all that, And there was correspondence between me, back and forth, between the Hall of Justice of Alameda County and all this, back and forth. And it finally got reduced, the fine at one point was something like $500. And it got reduced down to $25 because I junked the car and showed proof of it that it was off the roads and no longer being used. And they didn't like, sometimes in California, they come after you. Even if you beg for forgiveness Even if you say, I'm sorry Even if you say, I I tried They'll still come at you But luckily it was only 25 bucks And that actually all ended Within the past two weeks So The ordeal that started a year ago And it kind of feels like the story started a year ago Technically it did And it ended recently So 4th of July Means a lot of interesting things to me this year and there you go Next show it'll be the wonderful Shelley Shuhart Floyd the Floorman, and John Deere the engineer I guess my point is When a car tells you it's time It's time, you know, and it's gotta go And we all have Interesting stories about our cars And where they've taken us And how they ended and how they started And the fun times and the bad times And we live Our lives A lot here in California Around our vehicles But I hope you enjoy your 4th of July weekend No tickets Don't do anything stupid But enjoy your friends And thank you for listening to Mike's Daily Podcast And episode 2265 Happy 4th If you would like to chime in about anything we covered today You can call me -MM 336-MM-DAILY 3 plus 3 equals 6 MM is in Mike Matthews Daily As in what this podcast has been for 13 days Yeah Wow, 13 days I love it, I love it, I love it Yes, it's a daily podcast, but sometimes I get interrupted. But I haven't been interrupted in 13 days. Over two weeks. Wow. Impressive. Mike's Daily Podcast is written and produced and performed by Mike Matthews. His podcast is super easy to find. Download or listen to his show and read his blog at mikesdailypodcast.com. Email Mike now at mikesdailypodcast at gmail.com. See you tomorrow. Bye.